Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere where even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere where even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good afternoon and welcome to the episode of the Black Tuesday podcast. I'm just going to dive right into it with everything that's happening. You know her, Florida State's greatest alum, because she is. Stephanie Lynn, good afternoon. How are you? I feel like there's a lot happening right now. Do you feel that? There is just all the things that are happening, and even fuckery, and we're going to delve into all of that right now. First, good news. Pfizer says that the COVID pill with an HIV drug cuts the risk of hospitalization or death by almost 90%. This is from CNBC. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Amazing. That's incredible. The study that they did had, I think, over 1,200 people in it, and um, no one who participated in the study died from COVID. That's just like an unheard of um, result of of these kind of tests. So what they did is they paired it with an HIV drug, and it, it brought hospitalizations down, it brought length of recovery down, and it completely decimated the death rate from COVID. So if people can treat at home, it's like it sounds like it's a 10-day course of this pill that you would take if you um, contract COVID. So, yeah, if, if people aren't going to get vaxxed, maybe they'll at least take the medicine when they pick it up. See, that's the part that I hope that people understand. Like, this, this is huge. This is something that could help the populace. It could help so many people, but like some hospitals for people who need other treatment in the hospital. Exactly. And I just want people to actually like start or start being smarter or they have a choice. Either start being smarter or stop being stupid. It's one of those things that everyone wins and take the pill, take the shot. I had the, the booster this week and the flu shot, same day. Mm-hmm. Different arm, same time. I had them a week apart. <laughs> and outside of my arm hurting, I'm still into my superpowers. But other than like, mm-hmm. I was hoping like 5G. I'm like, nah, yeah. 
Nope, still dead spots. Yeah, I think I just leveled up. So ah. it wasn't like a revolutionary level. I didn't get any new equipment or abilities. I was hoping like uh, Mario, where I take the mm-hmm. shot, I, I just get bigger. Yeah. And I'm like invisible for like 30 seconds, but I'm still bigger though. And I can shoot when fire you, out of my hands. When you jump up, do, do you hit a coin with your head? I do. And then I see like a mushroom. Maybe, I mean, <laughs> maybe, I don't know, maybe I should, I don't know, like see an optometrist about this, but it's it's a thing that happens. No, but it's helpful people. It yeah. is going to be useful on the road, and it's going to spur on, hopefully, the country being able to slowly over, you know, slowly over time get out of this pandemic state. And it's completely necessary and useful. What is completely unnecessary and totally just fucking useless is Nikki Haley. The former governor of South Carolina, Trump puppet, said she calls for a cognitive test for older politicians. I mean, does she really want to go down this road? Well, that's a dog whistle. They've been pushing the Biden's too old narrative um, as though it was done at this level when it was Reagan. Um, If somebody had dared suggest that Ronald Reagan undergo a cognitive test on this kind of level um, when it was going on. I mean, sure, people mentioned it, people brought it up in passing, but they weren't serious about it and they didn't hammer about it the way the right, or certain people on the right keep hammering about Biden and his age somehow equating to inability. Um, but, you know, I, I'm actually of the opinion that, like, cognitive tests should be given to people for driver's licenses regardless of their ages. Correct. So if we're going to have cognitive tests for politicians, if we don't want to be accused of ageism, well, let's just release that um, criterion. Let's make it cognitive tests for everybody who wants to hold a public office, like say from state level up, and see how many of them, one, would pass, or two, would just drop out rather than take the test. I so mean, if, if we're going to do it for one person, we have to do it for everyone. If they wanted to start, I mean, if she wants to start the Senate, let's do this. Look at, let's look at Jim yeah. Risch of Idaho, 78. <laughs> Let's look at Mitch McConnell of Kentucky. Let's look at uh, Bernie Sanders. He's 80. Jim Inhofe is 87. Richard Shelby is 87. Chuck Grassley is 88. Mm-hmm. I mean, this could this could possibly be a thing that happened. But also, let's look at the youngest senators. John Ossoff is 34. Mm-hmm. Evil Ben, Evil uh, Jimmy Neutron, a douchebag. Josh Hawley is. 41. Ears open like car doors. Tom Cotton is 44. Uh, Party City Wig is 45. Chris Murphy is 48. Alex Padilla is 48. Party City Wig. <laughs> Brian Shaft is 49. Todd Young, I don't know who the fuck Todd Young is, I can put him on a lineup, is 49. Ben Luan is 49. So, yeah, how about comprehension? Actually, what I hope, what they should do, is make politicians pass a civics test. That would be good. And they have to do it in a public way. Like they can't take it behind closed doors, say that they passed, and then come out and pretend that they don't know how laws work, which they do. So, Like a mile, like I want that test in front of everybody. And I want Nikki Haley. It could be a game show on TV. 
Like exactly. once a week, we test a senator, or we could test two senators every week, and it could take a year, and that would be fun. And we should have, like, a Gordon Ramsay be the host, or okay. Simon Cowell, or some other embittered English person. <laughs> who has I someone who's talk- just going to give them a withering look at the end, just be like, yeah. mm. like and I want to... I want the I want the loud buzzer. I want the annoying buzzer. I want the buzzer from the sound that Jim Carrey made in Dumb and Dumber. I want that buzzer. <laughs> I want a floor that drops out from under them too. Yes. Like and a, and a tube they can go down. You know, and make it safe. You know, they can go down into like some um, big pieces of foam or a ball pit. Hey. <laughs> Nikki Haley really tried it. She really thinks she's gonna be president. I'm like. Mm-hmm. I mean. I think she's running for vice president. And seem to to put herself out the way, like say, DeSantis does. Do you think that she will run on a DeSantis Haley ticket? Oh, absolutely. Oh Lord, we need this. We need this. <laughs> we need this game show. Oh, we need this because can you can you imagine Kamala Harris and Nikki Haley debating? <laughs> I look forward to that <laughs> stuff. Like that really gets me. I love when when a smart woman like Kamala Harris. Um, just take somebody apart. A good prosecutor just rips into somebody. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Speaking of something that's not our favorite thing is Jacob Wall. Okay. This use of just, just, ugh, just, I can't, words fail me when I come to Jacob Wall. This is what he tweeted. I firmly believe that every Jew in America should decorate their home with Christmas lights. It's called assimilation. America is a Christian country. America doesn't have an official religion, Jacob. Second, I'm surprised that he's not out there trying to have fake rallies and do dumb shit where Jacob should be in jail. What the fuck is wrong with him? Well, um, I forgot. He doesn't even have a Twitter account. This is a screenshot from some other parlor, parlor. one of those ridiculous places. But, yeah, I mean, um, he he claims it's a Christian nation Blah, blah, blah. The guy who's at the heart of his religion was a Jew. So, you know, does he want, does he think that Jesus would have put up lights and celebrated a religion that wasn't his own? It's, they're ridiculous people, and he knows that he would have gotten attention for it. He knows that now his name will appear on the social media he's not allowed on. So he's, he's a controversy troll. That's all he is, and that's all he's good for. And, you know, that that's just his gig, and what a sad life that must be. It is. That's, that's the best he, he can do. Ooh. That's all he's good for, which is nothing. And yet, he was once seen as a valuable GOP asset. He's dirt. He's dirty. He does. He's like Roger Stone's illegitimate grandson. And he, it's one of those things that inevitably he will cross the wrong line legally and the authorities will probably have something for him. Mm-hmm. He's going to find out. Oh, yeah. he He's low on the totem pole. Very. He is the worst. He is, I can't explain what he is. He's just, he's trash to me and I just... He's a turd with a feather in it. Pretty much. That's one of my favorite things to call someone. Yes. When we return, we will talk about 
it's a cavalcade of things. It's a menagerie of fuckery, humor, mm-hmm. and head-shakingly stupid behavior by alleged adults. But you are listening to the Black Tuesday Podcast with Biggs and Lens on the FPC Radio Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are back with the Black Tuesday Podcast with Biggs and Lens. She is an Emily Lens. I am always Biggs. Now, Poland. Poland is kind of, not even kind of, they are trying to stamp out LGBTQ plus rights. They've started, this is from the openly, the LGBT free zones, they're trying to ban pride parades. Uh-huh. As a country where I saw it, you know, as a kid that was first communist and Lech Lizza, you know, led a revolution of sorts. How do we get back to this? What the hell? I don't know. There, there's weird stuff in Poland. There's some really far right and Nazi apologist stuff that comes out of Poland. I don't know if there's some kind of something at work there to try and turn it hard right. But, um, you know, when it comes down to it, there are queer people there. There are queer people all over the world. Um, A lot of them I've seen are moving to Berlin 
and places like that now. Um, things that are banned in Poland, same-sex marriage, same-sex adoption, uh, non-binary gender recognition, and trans people can't serve in the military. But unlike here, the last I knew anyway, gay and bisexual men can donate blood, and you can't uh, discriminate based on sexual orientation and employment. So they're not completely, you know, like like how Saudi Arabia is, where you can't even release a movie where a married male couple kisses without the whole thing getting banned. Um, so, but it's it's like there's a big push there to ban stuff, and there's a big push here to ban things. I know I don't mean banning people; I mean banning open celebrations, stuff like that. Um, that's what these LGBT free zones are in Poland is where you can't be out in this area. I don't know what the consequence is, but there are enough people there, and they're fine with it, that it's happening. So it, it's scary, um, I think, not just for queer people in Poland, but for people around the world. And it makes me wonder, what can the EU do, if anything, to stop this before it gets any further? They they need to kind of put their foot in because I can see it getting uglier. I can see it mm-hmm. being worse because of how if you look at some of the current idiots in charge and from different countries, you know that you know they have to deal with far right pockets. You have the lady who ran against uh, Macron in France. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and she, you know she was batshit. Like, yeah. and it wasn't uh, as big a gap as one would hope. Enough people wanted her in office that she gave everyone kind of a scare. I mean, it is. I mean, she got close, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, it's this type of intolerances allowed to fester. One of those clothes might become, well, you saw it, well, here in America, you saw it. Mm-hmm. You saw what happens. And mm-hmm. if I'm a Polish person and I have, either I am a member of that community or I have family or friends, you might have to have that long talk about making sure that they're taken care of because it's it's ugly out there. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's I'm not going to lie, it's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's really just indicative of things that are happening all over the world, including in our own backyards. I mean, it is. It's it's an unfortunate mirror. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that we saw, if we stick to a sadder topic, the cameraman from the movie Rust, that's the Alec Baldwin movie where an unfortunate accident happened. He's pushing against allegations that the accident was sabotage. Mm-hmm. I mean, not have excuse me, not having a legal setting. It's it's kind of reckless of him. How do you see this playing out? I think what's going on, and this is the only thing I can think of for this, is that the armorer uh, Gutierrez Reed, her lawyers are going to push not that she didn't do it, not she didn't have any responsibility, just so doubt. And all you have to do is sow enough doubt that criminal charges, I mean, you have to have beyond a reasonable doubt. So if there is any doubt, you can't convict. 
And then for civil liability, as long as she can keep the scales tipped to her sign, you know, 51% doubt, she gets off scot-free for, for all of her stuff. I mean, it really all comes down to, from what I can read, her not doing her job. She didn't secure the firearms. She wasn't aware of what kind of ammunition was on set. So if someone, let's say for the sake of argument, someone did bring live rounds of ammunition onto this set, that's something that an armorer would have had to shut down, be aware of, know where that arm, know, know where that ammunition was. It, it just comes down to she didn't do her job. She's negligent. And the producers are negligent as well. Um, and it seems like nobody wants to take the responsibility for what happened here. So that's I, I, my thought is that it's just a lawyerly tactic to sow doubt. Not that anyone necessarily believes it, but it's a kind of the um, equivalent of, oh, I'm just asking questions. And we've seen that that actually works in real life. So. And I just, this will, this will get ugly. This will get ugly fast and will continue to be ugly. And I was reading where there's some movies that will start using completely fake guns no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I also thought that's the way it should be. There's really not an excuse anymore. You know, they even if it's a very high definition, very close up kind of thing, the way that props are made today, and I'm talking about prop completely fake gun, not a gun that's been remodeled or something. Most people wouldn't know the difference, and it wouldn't take people out of the movie. And anybody that would sit there and be like, oh, well, that's not a real whatever, especially in a Western or something where it's a historic gun, then, you know, they weren't down for the immersion that cinema brings you anyway. So who cares about those people? The important thing is you have to have a safe work environment. It's a work environment. And, you know, we can't expect them to to not have these safety protocols in place. And if she's going to blame somebody else, or if her lawyers are trying to put down, oh, well, somebody just brought on live ammunition, well, where were the people that were supposed to keep that from getting onto the set, into a gun, into the hands of an actor who didn't know, apparently, that there's anything wrong? I don't think Alec Baldwin would have shot someone. Mm. You know, so who knows? It's, it's a whole big, like you said, it's just a big mess. It's going to get even messier. But I, that's the only thing I can think of. The only purpose that really serves is just sowing doubt. It's not in the minds of a potential jury or a potential judge, just putting it out there for the public. Exactly. It's more of like we need to wait and see and somebody's paying some money. Now, let me ask you this. As a parent and as a former child, you have seen the circle of life when it comes to naps. As children, mm-hmm. we fought them. As adults, we embrace the shit out of them. <laughs> There's a bus in Hong Kong. It is the greatest bus ever. It is. It's a double decker that I'll, it will take five hour trips to allow customers to sleep as much as they want. Why isn't this here? Well, I did see someone in the comments brought up exactly what my first reaction was it to it, which was, is there one just for women? Because it's really not safe for women to sleep on public transportation That's all true. by themselves. So you know, we can solve that problem. Then we start to consider. But um, I, I'm not... I don't like napping, although you know sometimes you take the nap, sometimes the nap takes you, yes. and that's kind of where I've been lately. 
Um, I didn't sleep well last night. I actually got up out of bed for once. I came out and I watched Frida with um, Selma Hayek in the nice. middle of the night, and came and then went back to bed. So um, I, I I felt the nap this morning, but yeah, it's I think it's unusual. Maybe I don't know if that would work in American culture. Like somebody said, they went to sleep on a bus in Philly and woke up without their stuff that was in their laps. So you know. There could be potential for it to be interesting. Um, I think it would be a really interesting way um, for uh, transient people to be able to get some rest and a safe place to be for a while. Um, something like that could be thought of, but you know, people don't even want to have um, basic housing and stuff like that in their in their town. So you know, having a bus where people can sleep just you know, you pay a ticket and you have like a floating hotel. Sure. Um, I've, I've also never slept well on conveyances, whether it was the school bus or an airplane or something like that. Do you nap on planes? Or I have on to. Planes? I yeah. don't like the takeoff of a plane. Like I am, yeah. mm-hmm. I am, I consider myself an intrepid person and I will defend myself and good folks. And I don't mind, but, the takeoff of a plane is the scariest in the world. When you taxi and then you feel the ground under you and you feel nothing. Yeah. Fuck all that. <laughs> That's the most dangerous sleep. time is the takeoff and the landing. Once you're oh, there, you're landing, good. Yeah. I love a landing now because the landing's like, there. okay. <laughs> and, then you, and, and then you hit a little. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh. I, I don't do well on red eyes. The best I can do is I put on um, the podcast called Sleep With Me, um, hosted by Drew Ackerman. It's a great um, podcast. I put that on, and I get as relaxed as I can be, but I can't go to sleep. So I don't like turbulence because that shit is just it's mm. foul. It is, oh, we just dropped a 1,000 feet, and you see the just laughing. I'm like, I don't see a damn thing, but I'm looking at parachutes. <laughs> exactly. You said this is a flotation device I'm sitting on, right? Exactly. Can I get a parachute? I'm not. Well, what's this night? This is not Path 57, but I'm on the bed on black, being out of this fucking plane. If shit happens, the black Sir, we're over Nebraska. <laughs> I'm over there. No. <laughs> Fuck that. No. No, I can't. Now, there was an article written about hairless celebrities. These are celebrities that are universally loved. Mm-hmm. They mentioned Julie Andrews. They mentioned Dolly Parton. Who is your haterless celebrity? When you're like, you know what? Everybody loves this person. That has nothing ill to say. Mr. Rogers. One hundred percent. If you say you don't like Mr. Rogers, you might as well just check out of Earth. Because mm-hmm. and no, nothing's ever been found on him. All he did was give. All he did was make the world a better place. He made all of us better people. Um, you know, I, I honestly do do. You know, what would Mr. Rogers say? Would Mr. Rogers be proud of you? And that's something that I took seriously. He meant a lot to me when I was a little kid, and he means a lot to me as an adult. So I think Mr. Rogers is my number one unproblematic celebrity of all time. Do you have a special one? I would say Mr. Rogers, too. I mean, I love, like, I mean, he was a kid, like, it was the electric company was Sesame Street. It was Mr. Rogers at, like, 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And he just, his way of talking, he legit cared. And if you see the movie, which that movie is tearing. He's like, oh, Lord. I'm like, whoo, crying at Tom Hanks. God damn. And it's just, it's great. And you read articles about him, 
that man cared deeply. He wasn't a gimmick. He wasn't, this wasn't his shtick. Fred yeah. cared. And Mr. Rogers gave a damn. And the whole city of Pittsburgh will come for anyone who says anything bad about Mr. Rogers. Will be at your door. Another <laughs> one would be uh, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, absolutely. We've been. Have you been watching What If on the Disney Channel? I need to catch up. It's it's really terrific, and he does voice Black Panther, and it's so bittersweet to hear his voice voicing Black Panther. I mean, he was my daughter's favorite. Black Panther was her favorite even before the movies came out. She would watch um, Avengers Assemble and some other cartoons, and she'd be like, when is Black Panther coming? I want Black Panther to come. And when the movie came out, she just fell in love. And so, you know, when he passed away, it was very difficult. And now hearing his voice, you know, she'll tear up. He's that beloved. And there's just everyone who worked with him said he was just the best. And, you know, just what a person. You know, how, how grateful we should be that he blessed us with his talent for as short as time as, as he did. Whenever I watch Black Panther now, I just, yeah, I'm right there with your, right there with your daughter, just, oof, like, you get teary, because you knew, like, seeing a black superhero as a lead character, it was an arrival. It's the, hey, mama, we made it type of thing. Mm-hmm. Look at us out here doing things. It is... <laughs> It was a pride moment. It was a proud moment. It was, you know what? We have been the sidekick. We have been the counter relief. Mm-hmm. We get to be the star now. We get to be the one. Mm-hmm. And from everybody, he to work with him. Few people knew he was sick. People, he just kind of continued. When he was filming, he was sick. Yeah. And he you fought. Hear it. You can hear it in his voice work in What If. You can hear that it's a struggle. But it also adds a lot of... There, there's a lot going on with the character, no matter what the episode of What If is. Um, and there's one that is T'Challa-centric, which is a, probably my favorite of all of them, where what if Yondu had picked up T'Challa by accident and he became Star-Lord? Um, and you can hear it that he's struggling a bit, but then you can take that as there's a lot of weight on this character. And he took what he was experiencing, like the best actors do, and turned it into the art. And it's just an amazing performance, as all of his performances were, no matter what he did. There'll never be another one, ever. Mm -hmm. Now, speaking of hatred, let's talk about a celebrity who's apparently a moron. Green Bay Packer quarterback (laughs) Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers told people that he was vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Then he has backtracked a few times and whew, these quotes are just had like I just where do we even start? He was on the Pat McAfee show mm-hmm. and he said these are his quotes. I'm someone who's a critical thinker. <laughs> okay. For me it was it involved a lot of study in the off season. In April, the Johnson Johnson vaccine got pulled due to clotting issues, so the Johnson vaccine was not an option at that point. Oh my God. He's, he said he was worried about the possibility of vaccines causing sterility. Anyone who has watched him in the playoffs knows that he's been <laughs> but it, when it counts for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I just, this was wild. This idea that the pandemic, this is a pandemic in the 
of the unvaccinated. It's just a total lie. If the vaccine is so great, then how come people are still getting COVID and spreading COVID? Apparently, the University of California, Berkeley, doesn't understand the concept of being variant. And this, this is the piece of design. This is the rotten cherry on top of the shit sandwich cake that this is. I consulted a good friend of mine, Joe Rogan. I've been doing a lot of the stuff that he recommended on his podcast. Now, the one that got me. Now, here's the thing: you are a veteran writer. I am a I'm a veteran writer as well. Nobody should ever be taking medical advice from writers. No, I mean my. Although my advice would be get your, you know, yeah. man up and get your fucking shot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's free. It's easy to get. There are people all around this globe that wish they could have what we're rejecting. So, you know, not up and do it, man. <laughs> Joe Rogan has a point. Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. <laughs> Who used to be on news radio. <laughs> As like Joe the, nobody. the fifth best character on a goddamn show. He was under Andy Dick in billing. Exactly. And no one should be under Andy uh, For any reason. For any, any reason ever at all. Kids, Google's free. Look it up. But we'll change that to below. Below Andy. Yes. But it is wild that you have a man that makes. Let me find his salary so I can just kind of you know. But he. Yeah, you looked that up. I was thinking about you know he did play kind of a version of of a word game. They said, "Are you vaccinated?" And his response was, "I'm immunized." That didn't answer the question. That said, he's had immunizations. What they were asking him is, did you get a COVID vaccine? And his response was basically, oh, I had, you know, a measles, mump, measles mumps rubella shot. So he's he's playing that kind of game, and he got busted at it. So so how much does this fool make? This year he's making $22 billion. Now, think about this. Three years ago, three years ago, he made $66,900,000. In a year? Yes. How much money do you think he's made in his career? Too much. <laughs> 17 seasons. I, yeah, I I don't I'm not one of those people who advocate or or says that athletes get paid too much because athletes do put their lives on the line to entertain us. I think athletes get and and then the franchises make all this money off their back. Correct. So I think that athletes should be paid ridiculous amounts of money because they're making for someone else ridiculous amounts of money. So I'm not against the dude making money. But if somebody said to me, you're going to make $22 million if you go and get this vaccine, I'd go and get the vaccine. Quickly. He's it's made a common 200... sense. Where did he do his undergrad? Do you know? Cal. University of California. Because I'd just be, if I were Cal, I'd just be hiding, being like, no, we didn't educate him. I'm sorry. $263 million. And I'm the same person. Like, pay these athletes and get paid. But mm-hmm. how do you... Use how you cite Joe Rogan as a medical touchstone. Joe Rogan, <laughs> Joe Rogan. whose comedy act and podcast have one thing in common: no, neither funny nor interesting. I have to tolerate him because he does the UFC fights, and that is laborious to say the, the least, and straining on my just complete mental faculty to say the most. But Joe Rogan, Aaron Rodgers, listen to Joe Rogan. 
I wish I could say I was surprised by some of these guys, but they're all kind of the same guy. Yeah, it's, the it's like those pictures they have of guys with dark hair and blue eyes all lined up, and you have to tell which one is which, and I can't tell. <laughs> it's one of those. This is all chips off the same turd with a feather in it. I just, yeah, they're the same dude over and over again, printed over and over and over again. And if I'm not going to listen to one, I'm not going to listen to any of them, and they're all nonsense garbage. But it, did you see like, when he compared himself to Martin Luther King? Because he's wait. he's protesting something that he believes is an unfair rule or unfair law. Oh, no. Oh, oh yeah. No. Oh, no. <laughs> he did. I mean, I don't know that he said MLK particularly, but he used exactly that kind of language. And it's like, this is where you really need to step off the merry-go-round. The great MLK said you have a moral obligation to object to unjust rules and rules that make no sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he said. And he said that's what he's doing. <laughs> I, <laughs> this, is the sound, this is the sound of Terry putting a wet towel over his head to stop it from exploding. <laughs> I... Yes. Oof, that is just. Why do white folks always want to grab the the MLK life preserver? I don't know. They don't. They certainly don't go after the Malcolm X life preserver. Oh no, they leave the Malcolm X life preserver alone. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> that's because that, that's that's kind of grounded in the fucking around and finding out category. Like, oh, <laughs> you chose the wrong life preserver. Exactly. So yeah, that's that's what this fool is doing for the weekend, and it's just like uh, I can't. There's there's too much happening. I can't worry about you being a fool on a podcast where Dr. Joe Rogan is giving you advice to take horse paste. You go right ahead and take horse paste. Literally try to equate not taking a shot to the centuries of racism. Centuries. Mm-hmm. Yep. Of racism. That's not the same. That is never the same. And I live in Wisconsin, and Packer fans, some of it finish home, and I'm possibly going to have an ugly time at Twitter when that we finish and I start making these jokes because he needs all this petty. Literally, Martin Luther King, get the... F- I mean, it just... I mean, it's, it's, it's going to prompt me to have a thought, but how can people interact with you on social media? Um, they can find me on Twitter. My handle is Edenza, E-D-E-N-Z-A. One of the best people out there and the pride of Florida State. This has been another episode of a Black Tuesday podcast with Biggs and Lens. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Fuck Ted Cruz, Joe Rogan, Aaron Rodgers. There's a long list. Fuck all those people.